Well, my friends, today we hear um, this question that's asked of our Lord uh, that people still, you know, ask in many ways, like, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved, right? Are there only going to be a, a small amount in heaven? Now, it's important to realize that this question um, comes from a, a Jewish worldview at the time of our Lord, namely that only the Jewish people get to go to heaven, and all the other people, oh well, you're out of luck, right? And that wasn't held by everyone, but that was, you know, again, a subset of the, uh, the people, believers at the time of our Lord. And, and so they're asking him this, like, how many people, how many people get to go to heaven, right? Those people over there, do they get to go to heaven too? Like, they're going to be in heaven? And, and they want to know, give me a number. Jesus, how many people are going to be in heaven? I want the number. I want to know, right? Uh, do I have to share heaven with a bunch of... Is it going to be crowded, right? Normally, when people ask that question, they're assuming, like, even if it's a few, I'm one of the few, right? I just want to know how many other people go to heaven. And that's when Jesus flips the question. Notice he doesn't answer whether there's going to be a lot or a little number of people in heaven. Rather than speculating about whether those people get to go to heaven and those people are going to go to heaven, he says, you strive to enter by the narrow gate. You focus on if you are going to heaven. That is where the focus is. Not always wondering if that other person is or not. Not assuming maybe when someone cuts us off in traffic or something, assuming that they're not, right? Rather saying, me. What about me? Am I striving to enter through the narrow door, right? Am I striving along the narrow path? Am I doing everything that I know how, entirely turning myself over to the Lord God, entirely trying to live love of him, am I trying to go to heaven myself? And then those around me, rather than asking whether they'll be cast out or not, am I trying to help them? Am I trying to help other people get to heaven? It's not about the number. It's about me. Where am I along that path? Strive to enter along the narrow path and through the narrow door. It's a narrow door. Get the door into heaven. It's a narrow door. And it requires that we be filled with the love of God. It requires that we have this relationship with the Lord our God. It's narrow. It's not just going to willy-nilly happen. Every single person in heaven will be there because by God's grace, There's something in their life, whether a moment of conversion, whether an entire life lived in his service, whether uh, a deep regret that they didn't know how to express, but a deep sorrow for sins committed, even if they didn't know, you know, the proper ways of going to confession and all that, whatever, every single person, nobody gets to heaven by accident. None of us just wake up, it's like, oh, I accidentally ended up in heaven. No. For every one of us, we're along the narrow path, headed to the narrow door. But it's narrow. A little personal insight I had into this these last two weeks. 
I recently entered into a small, small weight loss competition with some family. Um, and apparently I'm not as young as I used to be or have as active of a metabolism because apparently you can't eat whatever you want and not exercise and think you're going to win a weight loss competition, right? I'm learning that one the hard way. Like, oh, sure, I'll just eat whatever. I'm sure I'll still win, right? No, my, right now my father is, is dominating the competition. Good for him. But it's, you just can't, no one can expect, like, yeah, I'll eat whatever I want. I won't worry about exercise or fitness, and somehow I'll lose weight, accidentally. If that's happening, go talk to a doctor, right? Um, because that's not the way our normal human bodies would work. But it is, um, it's the same with heaven. It's not just going to be like, I put zero effort into it, and magically I end up in heaven. It doesn't work that way. And we have to consider that it's not just enough to have a relationship with Jesus just by association, right? It's not enough to just say, because what does this group say, right, when they find themselves locked out? They say, well, we ate and drank in your company. Notice it's not with you, right? Not that we were guests with you, but we were part of the crowd. We were in your company, and Jesus, you... You taught in our city, right? You, you taught in our streets. Again, not you taught me, and I was there listening, but you, you taught in my town. You passed through. Isn't that enough? No. It's not enough to just be loosely associated. Rather, each one of us needs to strive to say, Jesus, I have that personal relationship with you. You are my savior. Jesus Christ, you have saved me from my sins. And every day, I try to turn away from them more and more. Jesus, every day, I try to live more like your disciple and not just according to my own whims. It's not enough just to be loosely associated. Rather, we need that relationship. Our Protestant brothers and sisters usually know this much better than we do as Catholics, and it's something that we need to be uh, challenged by, right? How many times, it doesn't happen so much up in the Northeast, um, but I have some friends, you know, visiting the South, and, you know, you meet somebody, and it's, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, right? Uh, that's a very familiar question, particularly in the Southern Baptist um, organization. But it's something we need to learn from, Right? It's not just, oh, I was baptized as a baby and I went regularly, occasionally, or whatever to Mass and I was, I was there present in the building. But Jesus, do I have a relationship with you? Do I love you? And do I know that you love me? Do we have that? Do I recognize you're my personal Savior? You saved me from my personal sins. That's the personal relationship that we're called to. And so we should ask our Lord this question and allow this gospel to challenge us. It's okay to be challenged in our faith sometimes and to ask, what is my relationship? Do I have that personal relationship with the Lord? Have I entered into any kind of loving, personal relationship with him? And if the answer is realistically, maybe not, okay. Begin today. 
right now, right August 20, August 20th, 2022, it's a great day to start, right? This is a great day, even in this mass, to say yes, amen. Just one good prayer, amen. Yes, Jesus, I believe. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you love me. Jesus, I love you. These small, simple words should be ready at our lips. And so let's ask our Lord for that grace, to regularly re-enter into that personal relationship so that we are striving along the narrow path for the narrow door, the door of the sacred heart of the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ.